Okay, I loved this episode. <laughs> Me too. Um, and did you also love that, you know, Jason shouted out the pod? Texas forever. <laughs> Y'all, he he's nailed huge, that. He's a huge fan. <laughs> he is. <laughs> No, I'm so excited about this episode this week. This is um, this is this is a good one. I had fun with this. Yeah, one. I agree. I I be, texted Carly right before this. And I was like, I can't wait to talk about this one. Same. And I also love so like right now it's October 4th. We're getting a little into spooky season. Y'all can't mm-hmm. see, but or maybe I'll put a picture on the Instagram. But I have some really cute, uh, super spooky Halloween socks that my mom brought me uh, into the rehab facility. <laughs> Yes. Um, also, like with COVID and everything, you guys, I can have no visitors. Uh, so it's yeah. been it's been kind of crazy. But um, all, my mom has been dropping stuff off at the hospital. I'm pretty sure all the nurses hate me because I have to call <laughs> them and ask them to like go down to the front of the hospital, find my mom and like find whatever she's like dropping off to me. <laughs> and it's usually like tote bags and tote bags of crap. <laughs> uh, they're like, your mom is here again. <laughs> <laughs> Her mama's here again. Um, but they understand. I was like, she I'm sorry, but like, you know, she she has she hasn't even seen my room, you know, like it's, right. it's crazy um doing this during COVID and in, in the hallways. Finally, I guess there was like some patient there there was like an outbreak, I guess, on the floor. Oh, so everything okay. was super intense. And every time we left, I left the room, we had to do full gown, face shield, gloves, everything. Whoa. Yeah. Scary. Like when I was doing my PT stuff. Um, but I know. if it's not enough that you have this <laughs> spinal cord thing, let's add it. It's like Princess Diaries. Let's add a tiara. Add a face mask. <laughs> let's add a Corona. <laughs> um, but it's OK. Um, luckily, Zoom and everything has been has been good. And I'm I'm doing I yeah. I'm doing I guys and doing I uh, my family has been bringing me p- pumpkin lattes. Literally, I've. <laughs> requested one every day (laughs) treat yourself just like jason told you (laughs) i have lots of snacks in here actually some of them questionably should go in the refrigerator but i can't use the refrigerator because of covid oh gosh and like last night my pasta came but then they forgot the salt and pepper but by the time the salt and pepper came it was cold and then they were like we can't heat up your food because of the covid rules the microwave (laughs) Okay, I swear COVID is making salt and pepper really hard to come by. You really? go to a restaurant and you're like, can I can I get some salt and pepper? And then they have to bring out little packets. Oh, yeah. And you always have to shakers. ask for it. God. Right. So you're like, it's, yeah. Y'all, I bottom mean, line. What a, what a first world problem. But <laughs> it's salt and pepper is kind of necessary it to is. food consumption. Uh, salt is the flavor of life. Um, yeah. So basically, guys, we are fucking over COVID. I am over it right now. And yeah. so are Wait, the- what is this from? Salt, so your life may always have flavor. It's wonderful. It's life. really <laughs> deep. Yeah, yeah. But they also say in an episode of Friends that I just watched when Phoebe, when Ross moves into uh, the naked guy's apartment. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Um, but yeah, even the nurses here are like, I can tell they're so sick of it. 
like the other day I was having sure. an issue in my room that we don't need to get into. But, <laughs> but the, there's only like certain nurses that can come into certain rooms and they have all these like crazy rules. And she was like not allowed to come in and help me, even though I like needed immediate help. And oh she God. ended up, I mean, being really sweet and, and breaking the rules. And I could just tell she was like, I'm just so sick of this. Like, I'm not going to not help my patient. <laughs> yeah. Well, OK, because obviously COVID is very serious. It's the pandemic yes, of 2020. Of I'm not downplaying it, of course. But, you know, it's one thing to be careful in a urgent care or like in a whatever. But mm-hmm. like you're literally in such an important <laughs> place and like the fact that nurses have to deal with that too I'm just like it's so hard on them yeah um but enough of my spinal rehab yeah um okay so this week's episode nine full yes full hearts we've got full hearts we do honestly my heart is full you know my brother was texting me just being like how are you doing I was like I don't know it feels weird I feel like radiating joy <laughs> oh I don't, I don't that's know. awesome it's just people are amazing and yeah uh, I don't know I'm I'm pretty cynical and like I hate humans a lot of times but <laughs> damn did they dig deep <laughs> man yeah well it, it's that weird feeling of obviously we're going through this again and so I'm thinking about the first time it happened and how obviously it's super scary and sad but I also have like this weird, warm feeling, too, because it's like you just kind of forget about all the unimportant things in your life. And you just think about how much, you know, you love your friend. Yeah. And it's really it's a fun. It's, a, it's weird. It's a, it's a weird, place. conflicting yeah. feeling. But, and, and like, yeah, it's literally what we what we see in the show, too. I mean, we see totally. everybody just like totally drop everything and you see how it re- how something like this affects every single person around them and yeah. how it brings out all of these really, really special parts of humanity. Um, yeah. This episode, we saw, this episode we got into a lot of different characters. We did. Things things happen. Shit went things, down. Shit went down, to be <laughs> concise. <laughs> we got lots of, uh, lots of smash. We got a couple of prime yes. Landry lines that I'm excited to talk about. We did. I am excited as well. And... I forgot that this was the episode. Just the smash we'll get to, of course, but the smash mom moment just yes. made me ball oh, <laughs> at the oh, end of yeah. this. I just oh, was yeah. like in not in a good place. I had some tea. I had a lot of cr- crying. Honestly, I cried so yeah. much in this episode. So I'm frankly also <laughs> PMSing. And so like <laughs> let's add a tiara. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's add a tiara. Uh yeah. So yesterday <laughs> one of the nurses came in. She was like, Oh, are you okay? Because I very obviously been crying and I was like I'm just like I'm just crying I'm not crying about anything I, I literally at all I'm sorry I just like have cancer and I'm PMSing <laughs> and I'm PMSing which speaking of we can get into our fact check I and I kind of want to I want to segue into the last one I actually have because it relates to that oh, yeah wait so do we have any I, housekeeping first I think I we've done think we all do. our we housekeeping don't, we have I think okay fact check fact check yeah. fact check fact check so I think in episode six I talked about estrogen levels on your period and how it affects your attraction so from livescience.com this was literally the opening line of their article awkward news from the world of science (laughs) women with less masculine husbands or boyfriends are more likely to lust after other men during the fertile part of their cycle than women partnered with butch guys (laughs) (laughs) interesting yeah you're more likely to have like a wandering eye and like fantasy fantasy 
fantasization. That's a hard word to say. Um, About really manly men when you're going through fertility shit. Interesting pheromones, y'all. I know. They're real. They are. So I thought that was kind of an old wives tale that I. I've definitely spouting, heard that before too. It's real. I mean, and I, yeah. I, I like always joke about like right before I get my period that I'm, you know, like uh, feeling, you know, really into feeling some, a little, little Randy. <laughs> little Randy. Randy. Oh, you never heard that? No. Randy. It means what is that? <laughs> it means horny. <laughs> I mean, I kind of put that together, but why Randy? I don't. Know. Yeah, we'll fact check it okay. next time. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> I know. I always say like I'm. I think I already said this maybe, but if I didn't, that like <laughs> normally I'm not really into a super, super masculine guy, but yeah. right before my period, I'm like, give me a firefighter and mm-hmm. save Kyle me from Chandler. a burning building, you know? Oh, yeah. Volunteer exactly. fireman. Yeah. All right. What else we got? So we talked about if Jimmy's were racist. Um, oh, yeah. Which is like another word for sprinkles. So I found this Snopes article. And it said there are two theories as to why it might be racist. And it talked about, obviously, the color of the sprinkles. And then also that it might reference Jim Crow, Jimmy's. Um, oh. Yeah. But it says no valid reason exists to suppose that Jimmy's carries a racist meaning or had a racially charged origin. However, it's difficult to definitively d- disprove this claim because the term's entry into English language is downright murky. So Downright murky. <laughs> it is still... Could be or could not be. Maybe just don't say it because you don't need to. <laughs> Honestly. Just say chocolate sprinkles. Well, I have to talk about sprinkles a lot, like for oh, work. So. Right. <laughs> so we it do comes need to up figure daily. it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, okay, I can do the next one. Let's see. Do it's it. Fort Worth, the 13th most populous city in America. According to the National League of Cities, it is 16th. San Francisco is 13th. Wow, so like that—that that means that Fort Worth is not even that much smaller than San Francisco. I know, but then it's crazy. According to um, Wikipedia, last updated in 2019, and this site called Info, please, it is ranked 13th, and San Fran is 16th. Oh, so wow. I'm not sure which is the more updated one. That's why I thought it was 13th, but either way, either way, both it's really big. big. Yeah, <laughs> but it's crazy. <laughs> Fort Worth doesn't feel—it doesn't feel like the downtown Fort Worth area. If you've ever been, it is really fun. Definitely suggest it is, but it's not like a metropolitan down i mean there's no. like a skyline and stuff but it, it doesn't feel like san francisco big no 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 no. that's why it's, it's strange. very sprawling y'all and then carly always called her <laughs> make a bag a do- so it is dop kit you're dop right kit. i always thought it was doc kit mm. yeah you want to read the little background yeah, info? so the name derives from the early 20th century leather craftsman charles doppelt Yes. His company designed the case in 1926. Toiletry kits had been issued by the U.S. military service during World War One, So it's just like an old-fashioned-y term. It's funny. Yeah. My dad says it and my grandma says it. So I guess, you know. Cute. I say it. <laughs> so then I say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, who read the synopsis last time? I forget. I have literally no idea. <laughs> Couldn't even give you a guess. Wait, I can do it in my head and I'll cut this out. I did four, you did five, I did six, you did seven, I did eight. It's you. Okay. <laughs> and say my what I came term, I was, I'm on a lot of drugs, you guys. <laughs> my short-term memory <laughs> is suffering. <laughs> okay, so our IMDb synopsis for this episode nine. 
With a very intimidating opponent on the horizon, Coach Taylor, God, this is another long one. I know. Sorry. <laughs> well, you don't have to apologize. You didn't write it. That's true. <laughs> Coach Taylor deals with his former starting quarterback and his unfaithful girlfriend. What? Oh, oh, and his unfaithful girlfriend and his new starting quarterback dating his own daughter. Lila and Tim face repercussions of their own actions, and Smash deals with having to go back to his old hometown for the big game and dealing with old feelings regarding his father, all the while facing the issues surrounding his secret steroid use, especially when his sister begins to notice the changes in him. Doozy. I mean, there, there, there was a lot packed into this episode, that's for sure. There was. And it came out December 5th, 2006. So we are... We're pushing That's... into fall here. I kind of liked that they were in their like long sleeves and stuff in this episode. I know. I did, too. Yeah. Actually, let's get into Texas things, because that was the one thing that I wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas is a place I didn't love to be. Okay, I lied. I, I think I put maybe two things, but the first thing I, I wrote is, one. it's fall, everything's dead. That was <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I look like I cut. That was nothing. Um, I kind of like dead fall Texas. I do too. Weirdly. reading about it. Um, okay, what I wrote was mostly just that they, I love, so they go to the barbecue place, like Tammy and Buddy. Um, it really bothered me that they didn't show the barbecue. Right. But I thought we could, in our Texas time, talk about our each of our favorite Texas barbecue. Love it. Yeah, that was actually my second note too because... Texans are very proud of their barbecue and saying who has the best is very big. Um, okay. I don't, can I say a few? I don't yeah, know yeah, if yeah. I have a favorite. Let's just pair. talk okay. about barbecue for a minute. Honestly. Okay. Perfect. So I love <laughs> railhead, which mm. is on. It's going to make me so hungry. <laughs> I know. right? It's on Camp Bowie. And I used to get the like chopped, mm. chopped beef sandwich with onions. So good. So good. And then a newer one is Heim barbecue, which I don't know if you've had. Ooh, I don't know that. Is it in Fort yeah, Worth? Yeah, it is. It's on Magnolia. Mm. And they have like burnt bacon ends that you can eat as like an <gasps> burnt appetizer. Ends. Burnt yes. ends are like my all-time favorite. Yeah. If y'all don't know what burnt ends are, it's basically just, it's literally like the crispy edges after they like smoke the whole brisket. Yeah. Um, and then they cut them into bite-sized pieces. It's just like crispy fat. Fucking delicious. <laughs> <laughs> what so about you? <laughs> um, okay, my favorite is a classic... It's called the Salt Lake. It's in Austin. Oh. Um, it's really famous. Um, it is to die for. But I'll tell you about, like, my dining experience, why it's so amazing. So, first of all, they're super famous because they cook everything on this just, like, one massive grill. So, it's, like, this huge circular, like, as big as a kitchen, this giant circular uh, fire <laughs> in all of the meat goes on there and they have glass windows so you can look in and see just like pounds and pounds and pounds of meat on this giant um, open fire. Um, and it's BYOB. Oh. And so, and it's just these picnic tables. It's all outside and it's all you can eat. It's like Brazilian steakhouse style where you like have your little card and you turn it red or green when you're done eating. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I remember a group of friends of mine went, it was like spring break or something when we were in college. And we had like prepped the, our stomachs like the whole day. We were so ready. Um, and I hadn't really shown my Colorado friends real Texas barbecue before. Yeah, it's so and fun. And we brought like our packs of our boxes of Shiner beer. And we ate. So I've 
never as an adult vomited from food <laughs> consumption before, but that was the closest I've ever gotten. But both yeah. my, my best friend David and I, shout out David Coons, who, by the way, does yes. some of our amazing artwork. Um, we, we were, I remember us looking at each other. We were both like, don't you dare throw up this food. Don't you dare throw up this food. <laughs> keep it down. This. Keep it down. Yeah. And, and until you turn your little chip over to red, they literally just keep bringing barbecue to your table, like smoked sausages, oh. ribs, brisket. Um, but the caveat is that they don't let you take it home because it's all you can eat. So like you don't right. get to, to go boxes or whatever. So what we did was that we decided we were like, well, we're going to take the barbecue, huh? Obviously. Right. right. We're going to find so it. What? we drank all of the beer <laughs> and then we dumped Ew. all of the barbecue into the boxes, into the like 12 Into the beer bo- Into oh, the beer box. I thought you were going to say you like put it in the bottle. <laughs> no. The like shiner cardboard yes. box of beer. We like gross. Filled it up with barbecue. <laughs> oh, sorry, Salt Lake, for doing Worth that. Worth it. But, oh my gosh. The best barbecue. Oh, so oh. yummy. Love it. Um, so, yeah, I love that they talked a little bit about barbecue and Tammy. Tammy kind of toots on Dylan's barbecue. She says not very good. Yeah, she does. Which I had just one thing for Tammy time if we want to go into that. Yeah, let's do some Tammy time. So I just loved when, you know, the mayor's like, you need to be the yin to she his yang or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't love that because I'm a feminist, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I did love we. I'm we against just love, pimping. Yes. <laughs> On pimping, anti is my position. <laughs> we love Tammy's just like throwaway lines at the end of scenes. They just yeah. do that timing so well. And so this was my favorite Tammy line this episode. They've got things to do. Honey, a yin and a yang. I don't understand what I'm even doing, honey. <laughs> a yin and a yang? A I don't yin. even. <laughs> I also loved how she was like, you want me to be his yang? And the mayor was like, actually, his yin. <laughs> I know. It was like, okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's like the peaceful one. Oh, okay. I didn't know the difference. I think. Uh, I guess I assumed that. Sure. What else do I have for Tammy time? Oh, I just loved her advice with Buddy. Um, and we'll, yeah. we'll get to that scene later when we break down the episode. But obviously, you know, like she knew what was going on with Lila. But, um, you know, telling Buddy to not try and fix the situation, but to just be there and let her know that he loves her. Yeah. Um, and just kind of understanding what Lila's going through. That's just another classic. Tan- and, and then like, and then we see Buddy do that and handle the situation well and correctly. So just another situation where we get to see Tammy really like affecting the lives of these little babies that we love. Yeah. I love that. Cause we haven't seen her give an adult advice yet, you know? So yeah, it was cool to true. see her in that role. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yep. 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 Mm, I have a number of things for fashion. I do too. I was just about to say. Let's let's get to, let's let's do some fashion. Let's do it. Fashion. <laughs> okay, let's talk members only. Okay. Please. <laughs> okay, because so as y'all know, I watched this in as a wee babe like 10 years ago, and I always thought that members only was like a gang or something. And so I that, didn't like, know what him, it was either. I thought him wearing that was like really bad or something, but it <laughs> I couldn't really find it's just like a it's like an old style. I think he was just making fun of him, basically. I found out what it is. Okay, because I okay. had to look it up too. And I know that some of our like my mom and, and her friends who listen to this podcast are, are uh going to be cackling at us right now for not knowing what yes. only is. 
So uh, Members Only was apparently a really popular brand of clothing in the 80s. Um, let's see, I pulled Members Members Only is a brand of clothing that became popular in the 1980s with its line of jackets. Members Only racer jackets were distinguished by their narrow epaulets and collar strap Ooh. and their knitted trim. Um, so it's just like a really famous uh, like 80s style jacket. Uh, yeah. So that, that was pretty funny. And that Landry's like, oh, you got to go vintage. <laughs> right. I know. It's just so funny because I literally this whole time I thought it was like this horrible brand or something <laughs> like that like meant like oh, almost like a, like, like a motorcycle gang or something i, just I thought had no it was idea. like one of those brands that's like like the playboy bunny or something where yes like or some or something of, sexual like, sexy club yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> sexy club <laughs> we gotta show julie you're in that sexy club <laughs> and speaking um, of julie okay yes. we must discuss oh, the God. date outfit yes wow Did you her- that was in character I want to say yes, but I also know that I'm pulling from, like, the rest of the show. I don't think it... I I feel like in this episode, we saw a big... Like, Julie jumped a lot in terms of her interest in Matt. Yes. From, from being, like, really down to earth and, like, kind of keeping him at arm's length to being, like, I am going to wear a booby dress and heels at, on this date. Yes, I totally agree. I think she went a 180 with Matt too quickly and two yeah. she's this girl with like jeans and like yeah. you know uh like what are those shoes called the sp- like sperry's and yeah oh, Ked, oh. like tom's it's just like yeah like and then she's yeah. wearing this like long like hawaiian beach dress and these like red <laughs> it just did not i like part- got it for the, i loved it for the joke but i just didn't think it was yeah. accurate part i i can see it both ways i i agree with okay. you but i also kind of remember myself being that age and yeah. trying to like not understanding what it was to like try and be like sexy right. or like cute. Um, and I remember some of the clothes that I used to put on when I was trying to impress boys at the age of 15, 16. <laughs> so I, I thought it was cute, but definitely, I mean, it was a little out of care. I thought she would, Julia's character would be more scared to wear something like that. But Right. Or at least like wear something sexy that was like more badass. That was just like, old lady sex I don't know. it yes. was just weird yeah but I, I also very... like the fact that like she didn't know how to dress sexy so yeah yes yeah the the heels oh my gosh yeah also like oh my god her boobs are huge I know damn and she was like 16 I know yeah Get so it, yeah Julie gets whoa um and yeah. I love that the second she walks out uh they're like I'm just gonna have a little chat with Julie really quick yep yep do you want me to play that clip now or later yeah let's play let's go Hi. E- evening, Coach. Wait, wait, wait. Is that a members only jacket? Uh, yeah, what do you think? You think it's okay? Hey, Matt, how are you? Come I'm on in. fine. How, how you doing, man? Great. You look nice. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is Julie here? Is she ready? Hey, Matt. Uh uh. Uh uh. Uh uh. Uh yeah, Coach T was pretty good in that scene. Yes, just shut it down. She's like, you want a beer? Uh, no, thanks. I'm driving. Uh, I was joking. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> I also loved when he pulls him aside and he's like, so you got a big date this weekend with my daughter? And he's like, yeah, yeah. but I'll have her own. And he's like, whatever. Okay, football. <laughs> you know, he just like, I got to acknowledge this. And then it's too awkward. So we got to move on. Yeah, he was pretty, he was pretty laid back about it, honestly. Yeah. Um, One other fashion 
that I noted. Yes. So when Coach goes to visit Jason at the rehab facility when he's like practicing for rugby, um, and this is I've seen this more than one on more than one occasion. Yeah. Where is Coach Taylor's belt? He wears oh. those khaki shorts and polo, and he never has a belt on. And for some reason, it drives me up the wall. That's a good point. Yeah. I need to look for that. Young man. Don't let your, your drawers slip down. <laughs> Looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. That was like an old American Idol. Wait, what is that thing. from? Why do I why do I know that? It was this like viral American Idol audition where this guy came on and was like, Looking like a fool with your pants on the ground. And oh, then like I remember that all so went. vividly now that yeah. it. it became oh a gosh. part of the Zeitgeist. American Idol. Yes. What, what a time to be an alive. American treasure. <laughs> I still remember when Kelly Clarkson won. I was like, oh, me too. I took it personally. Like, I was so freaking excited. <laughs> I spent my wings and I learned how to fly. I still do love her. It takes till I touch the sky. Okay, we can't do that. No, we can't. Um, we want to, but we can't. Um, we I said that we, we get another Smash Polo in this I episode. know. Yeah. But he does change out of a polo. He's. Mixing it up. He does switch over to a horrific green button down when he goes and visits <laughs> his dad's grave. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, more Smash Polos. Somebody, for the love of goodness gracious. I mean, even if they are shopping at the Salvation Army, they have more than polos. <laughs> they have more than blue striped polos. Yes. Um, and then as Smash wears his polos, Lila, I just said she loves an open back halter. She keeps wearing it. She really does. I mean, she I looks did... great in it, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's got the back for it, whatever that means. Yeah. We I just, did love, we love I her loved skin. Her, I know. I love her skin. I love her eyeballs. I love her eyelashes. I love her I hair. I love her lips. I love yep. everything about her. Minka, come on the Minka. show. We come won't on the show, hurt please. you. I promise. <laughs> we, we do it over Zoom, so you could just you're, be protected be in your own home. Yeah, you'll be yeah. good. We won't. Yeah, we'll respect you. I promise. <laughs> so sad that we feel like we have to say that. We would have to say the same about sorry. Connie Britton, too. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. That was just so beautiful. I can't. I know. Um, but I did love the dress and wedges that she wore um, when she went to go see Jason right at the beginning. Me, too. She just she just looks so sweet. I mean, she looked like she really tried, like, put herself, put herself together and, you know, know, really made an effort. And it's crazy how much we, you, this episode really makes you feel for her, even though, obviously, she did something terrible. I know. I don't even think I wrote this down, but I just kept thinking about how they did such a good job of you feel equally bad for Jason, Lila and Tim. Like, yep. I don't yes. feel more bad for one. I know that obviously two are in the wrong, but I just still feel for all. I feel I, for all of them equally. Yeah, totally. I felt the exact same way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had emp- empathy for all three of them. They, yeah. they did such a good job democratizing television as always. Yes. Amen. All right. Let's close out some fashion. Let's do it. Fashion. Fashion. All right, should we go into the musician's corner? Yeah. Okay. So this is an interesting episode. Um, I'm going to do yeah, something kind of different this variety. time. Well, there just wasn't really a ton of music in this one. Um, the age range was 1954, which was the earliest date uh, to 2008. Oh, I know which what it was. The you'll know was why. Like. And that's that's what we're going to talk about. No, no, actually, the um, you'll see. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so... 2008, they must have replaced a couple songs like we've talked about. Um, the only Texas act was one, two, three, Explosions in the Sky. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it with me. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> I thought you were about to play a sound bit. No, no. Oh, yeah. Wait, let me do that. Because we love it. Because we love it. Because we love it. The only Texas act was one, two, three explosions in the sky. God. <laughs> I love Some it. Jason Bourne in there. I love it. Yeah. You know what? It keeps me awake. Right? Yeah. It makes us. Yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> So I, instead of playing a song this week, actually, I will play it, but then I'm going to play a clip. Um, so my favorite was Mr. Sandman because of Love that it. scene. Yes. And so um, so here is the 1954, which is the earliest song that we've had. Mr. Sandman, the Cordettes. Mr. Sandman. Makes me so happy. Me too. <laughs> Mr. Sandman. Mr. Sandman. And I'm going classic. to plug our playlist again. TX yes. Forever podcast official playlist. Um, I won't be putting this one on there. I feel like it throws off the vibe. <laughs> but <laughs> we do put every favorite song in there as we go. So yeah, yeah, yeah. follow along. It's great. It's super fun. Yeah. But I wanted to share a little bit about the Cordettes before we close out. Um, so they originally sang folk music, but eventually eventually changed to a harmonizing style of the type known as barbershop harmony or close harmony. Ooh. And their biggest hit was indeed Mr. Sandman in 1954. Mr. Sandman. Mr. Sandman. And they appeared on American Bandstand on August 5th, 1957, the first episode of that show to be broadcast nationally on the ABC television network. Wow. And then just a fun little fact about them that I loved hearing was Jeanette Ertel, who was like the main member. Her mm-hmm. daughter married Phil Everly of the Everly Brothers, who's like a huge, yeah. you know, um, rock and roll Americana, you know, big in the Nashville scene. Um, so that was like a cool fact that That's I didn't know. super cool. Yeah. Okay. I was kind of hoping you were going to pull the gospel song. I know. Okay. We can also play that a little bit of that because I, I put my my final note that I loved that they put the gospel choir underlined the end of the game and the end of the scene. That was so cool. And like, what a bookend. It was so beautiful. It was just something they haven't really done before. Yeah. I think this is it. My favorite sound in the world is a gospel choir. I honestly say it One makes my, me so emotional. Like things that I love most in this world in general that like remind me that, that like being that like the existential parts of life are good and happy are yeah. gospel choirs, as particularly Crosby's wedding in parenthood and to make you feel my love. Yes. By the gospel choir, which is how yeah. I will get married. Of Jasmine's church. Like, yes. oh, oh my God, can't talk about it. But yeah, so I loved this. I loved the opening, the gospel music at the opening and the closing of this episode. That was so yeah, really powerful. Loved oh, that. it was so good. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And gospel music, just anytime I get caught up in the things that I feel doubt about, like that's the one thing that I'm like, oh yeah, this is just like a connection in my heart mm-hmm. and soul. And that's like the the sonic 
sound of that. Totally. And it's not even just about religion. It's just about like humanity. There's something about, yeah, community and the human spirit. And um, I mean, music, obviously. Ah, this is a pop culture wreck. Um, Maybe we can talk about it more at the end if we have time. No, go for it. Um, if anybody's watched the series Explained on Netflix, highly suggest. So they're like little miniature documentaries. I've watched like some of them, minutes. yeah. So freaking good. But mm-hmm. watch the one on music. It's just humans' understanding of music and the way that it brings us together is unlike any other natural phenomena in the universe. And I feel like gospel and like there there are actual certain types of music that are like the most tribal parts of our human being spirit and yeah. i just love that so much and gospel makes me feel that way that's so cool oh and really quick pug as we're talking about this 1612 the podcast on oh yeah 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 the new york on, times podcast yes they have one i mean listen to the whole thing but they have one specifically on music and it's really 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 good i loved that episode too yeah love it love it all right should we review the tape let's do it Alrighty, let's roll the tape. Um, I don't have a ton of uh, stuff for you guys this week, but this episode was directed by Josh Pate, uh, which is kind of a new face, and he never really did anything else. So, (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know what he's up to these days, Josh. I hope you're all right. He (laughs) he directed a couple episodes of Outer Banks. Oh yeah, that's a great guilty pleasure. Oh, is it good? I've, I've never heard of it. It's very new. It came out probably oh. in like April of this year oh. on Netflix. And it's a very, it's like National Treasure meets Laguna Beach. Oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, and honestly, I started it and I was like, I don't know if I can do this, but you get into it. It's, it's if good. you just totally take it as a guilty pleasure with like yeah. random really good moments, then okay. you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Cool. And the well, guy's Josh Pate, uh, super hot. Cool. Oh, well, that's always yeah, plus. always a plus. Yeah, well, Josh Pate is uh, working on Outer Banks, so that's okay. cool. Okay. Um, writer credit for this episode. So Buzz Bissinger is the guy who wrote the book, and he does have writing credits for every episode. But he had a, definitely had a writing credit for this episode. I don't know how involved he actually was in like the real writing. Yeah. Um, but I guess he does. He he does like get the the old writing credit. But eventually, we're gonna talk. And learn a lot more about Buzz Bissinger. I can't say his name seriously. It's the most ridiculous name I've ever heard. <laughs> it's kind of like um, there's a oh, it's the actor that's in Dan in Real Life. He plays one of the brothers. He's a Broadway actor. His name is Norbert Leo Butts. <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time. B U T Z. Oh my gosh, Butts. Um, but we will eventually talk and learn a lot more about Buzz because we're gonna have a guest on um, friend of the pod, Leah. Yeah. Um, who just actually did her dissertation on she's a sports uh, journalist and she did and she's from Texas. Yeah. Big, big Friday Night Lights fan. She did her dissertation on um, sort of the Friday Night Lights book adaptation and was able to work a little bit with Buzz, I believe. And so cool. we'll get into we'll get into Buzz we'll later. Get the buzz on Buzz <laughs> later. The buzz on Buzz. Um, okay, so mostly I just picked out a couple of shots from this episode that I loved a lot. Oh, yeah. First of all, <clears throat> there's a really kind of sneaky shot from behind the lockers that I thought was just another example of Friday Night Lights going into this level of super detailed storytelling that makes it so visceral and is one of the reasons why 
we are having empathy for Tim and having empathy for Jason is because they put in these tiny little moments. So uh, when Tim first walks into the locker room, like the first time everybody sees his face after the news um, about Lila is out and he grabs a picture of him and Jason off of his locker and it shows him really slowly pulling off of his locker and instead of like ripping it or putting it away, he just like slowly folds it in half. And it's just, yeah. the shot is like from behind, from behind a locker. You can really kind of barely tell what's going on, but it feels really intimate. Like you're in his headspace. And I just thought it was such a genius little touch. And just one of the ways that, that they storytell in this show that uh, really just makes it what it is. Yeah. Um, Let's see. What else do I have? Oh, there's this one really weird. Um, we, we we can post a picture of it uh, when we post this episode. But there's a shot in the game. So like right before Matt throws the final winning touchdown. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed. But there is like a crazy spotlight in the middle of one of the shots. It literally looks like like old timey Hollywood level spotlight. So it's like a wide shot and you see Matt's holding the football back. He's about to throw it to smash. Hold on, pause. Hey, my nurse is in here, so we'll pause. Cool. I'm not going to. You want to keep rolling? Tell her to come on the show. Yeah, keep rolling. (laughs) Monica, should I get a quesadilla or the pot roast? Ooh, those are so different. I know. I'm maybe quesadilla and pot roast. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Get a pot roast. Pot roast is very Rory Gilmore of you. LOL. What is happening right now? (laughs) Your giant phone. (laughs) That's done. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) That is done. (laughs) (sighs) Right here. Where were we? I think we were finishing up Review the Tape. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, there's just this really weird shot uh, when Matt is throwing the football. We'll post a picture of it, but there is, like, the most blaring spotlight, like, right in the middle of the... It's not on anybody. It literally looks like... I don't know if they were trying to be heavenly with the gospel music or something. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. uh, It was either an accident or bad taste, in my opinion. Okay, okay. Um, I did think the... The very uh, first shot of the game where it was like, pan- or sorry, is that going to be your next note? Nope. Go ahead. Okay. Um, the panning across the players was very Remember the Titans. Yes. Yeah. The I mean, honestly, so many of these shots remind me of Remember the Titans. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that this scene especially. It reminded um, me it of their like last game with like the really racist team. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And the, all the, the high tensions. Yes. Um, the last shot that really struck me is, of course, at the very end of the game when Smash runs straight to his mama. <gasps> um, super emotional scene. Obviously, they did it in such an amazing way. I, and like the sound editing is awesome, too, because like you can hear the crowd, but you can also you know, hear Smash talking to his mom. But there's a moment after he hugs his mom where he hugs his sister and they just look at each other and like you're feeling all of these um, incredible emotions and like love and respect for smash and his mom and their family and what they've been through. But then you just see that look between he and his sister and you know that that lie is there and that they both know it. And um, it's just like such high level storytelling. I just love, I loved that ending on that so much because like your heart's so full and then you just get left with this little empty bit and you remember that there's a lie. Yes. And I think it's, 
I noticed that too. And I think it's so much more effective than like, there's been episodes where you end on this high and then like something bad happens at the very end. It's like voodoo is is not eligible or whatever. Yeah, and it's yeah, kind yeah. of like, I, I do like that, but I feel like this is even more effective because it's so, so subtle. subtle. Yeah, that it's it's just like, oh yeah, but there's still that. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's like it's buried just, within the goodness. Right. And like you said, it's not just like plot driven. It's not like something you can write in a script. It's it's like just the true emotions of, of, of how things are playing out, um, being told to the viewer in really intimate ways. And I, I just yes. love it. I love it. I did too. I love it. Um, As Michael Scott would say, I love it. I love it. Which is what he says when he is about to stick his face into wet concrete. <laughs> yes. And one of my favorite lines, he goes, he's, they're like, you should put your initials. And he's like, MGS? No, no. Because then Martin Gary Sputnik will take it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene when Phyllis is trying to tell her story. She's like, when I was, was a, little a little girl. girl. He's like, no, no. He's no. like, ah, you're killing me. <laughs> and I love when Kelly goes, She's trying to explain. And oh, yeah. He goes, Pam, Pam translate. The Chinese theater. <laughs> and he, Pam. Is, he, he was like, it's so hot. <laughs> She's talking about the handprints outside the Chinese theater. I love um, it. All right. Alrighty, That's all I got. Love it. I'm a mom's playing some football now. Let's do it. Okay. So I have a couple things. Um, so the announcer at one point says, wow, this is really some schlopper knocker football. And I was like, schlopper knocker football. Excuse me. And I wrote slopper. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I wrote down slobber nogger, which <laughs> is just really gross to me. I don't even know what that could be, but I kind of know in my mind, maybe. I like it. But I looked it up. It's slobber knocker. Okay. Oh, it's a real. <laughs> it's just like a weird term. Literally, Urban Dictionary, which I put. Knocker. Urban Dick. Urban it says. Dick. Gotta love the Urban Dick. <laughs> gotta love the Urban Dick. Ooh, I wish Way I better than that, that country dick. <laughs> Wow, we apologize for that, you guys. (laughs) I know. I literally just thought it was funny because of the... Yikes. Anyway, um, (laughs) it just said, made famous by Jim Ross in WWE. I don't know. It is used to say some big thing has happened. (laughs) Is WWE wrestling? That's what I thought, but then it it pulled up a lot of acronyms, So, but it's probably that. I'm going to say it now. Slobberknocker. Slobberknocker football. So that so it just was means like sloppy, angry. Yeah, it just means like big things are happening, basically. Yeah. But one of the things that does happen, I believe it's it's either Matt or Tim um, gets sacked in their own end zone. And so when that happens, it's called a safety and the other team Ooh. gets two points. I remember not so, l- learning. That was like one of the more detailed football things I learned as an adult. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it depends on your field position. If you're like you know, you got to get out of the end zone if you're really that far back, because if you get tackled in there, you're going to get two points for the other team. And then it really related to real life, because this weekend we finally got some TCU UT football. Yes. We both, Carly and I both watched it. It Um, was fun. I have not watched football in so long, but it was really fun. It was so fun and such a good game. And it was great because, you know, we, we love UT and TCU both, but UT was picked to win. It was, it was a great, great game. to see TCU, TCU win. TCU played awesome. I love our quarterback, Duggan. He's great. Um, but something that he did at the very end, we were up by three points. So, you know, if they got a field goal, we would have tied. If they got a touchdown, obviously they would have won. But if they got a safety, we still would win by one point, right? 
So instead of risking um, throwing the ball or even running it and happening to fumble it and get it stripped or whatever, um, Duggan from TCU just like backwards trotted into his own end zone. And I thought that was so strange. And he went all the way out. So he didn't get tackled, but he did go out. And so they did get the safety, but that ended the game. And then they still win by one point. So it was just like a really kind of like interesting way. It was such a weird ending. Um, I did. I don't think I caught the end of it. Yeah. Uh, That's crazy. Cool. Yeah. So it kind of related to this episode a little bit. So that is the safety. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Shall we break it down? Yeah, let's break it down. Break it down. Isn't there some sort of Beyonce song we can play for breakdown? Is there a countdown? I don't know. What am I? There's some song I'm thinking of. Oh, there's Reliant K breakdown. There's that, yeah. But we decided against that. <laughs> yeah, it's probably for the best. Because it's not really a segment. It's like the whole yeah. thing. So it feels kind of weird. Uh, what's my first note? Oh, the first note I have just for this whole episode is just them talking about Gatland and how it's like so ghetto. I know. That was interesting. Um, and then like driving through it in the bus and like looking around being like, oh, yeah. no. I mean, it makes yeah. sense. I mean, it was yeah. more, they talked about how it's more a more inner city area and that that's yeah. where Smash grew up. And and Smash even says at the dinner table, because his mom was like, we moved you here because it was safer. And he was like, you moved us here because it was wider. <laughs> that yeah. was an interesting line. Um, yeah, for sure. But, but we learn a lot more about kind of where Smash is, where the Williams family came from and why they ended up in Dillon. Yeah, I loved hearing more of their background. That was probably my favorite part of this whole episode was all of that. Yeah. What did you think about Mama Mama, Mama Smash in this episode? I whew, I loved her so much. And we'll get I'll I'll say a lot more when we get to the yeah. scene um, where she and uh, Smash talk more candidly. But I I love her and all of her flaws and all of her Thank amazingness. You. And ah, I just love her so much. We love Smash's mom. She's Obsessed. always been one of our favorite characters. For many reasons. Um, I mean, she does that great. She's like, you don't talk to me like that. Get your get your plate of off course. my table. <laughs> but, well, when we get there, I have I have a teeny bit of beef with Smash's mom in this episode. But we'll no, no, there. totally. She, as I said, she is flawed, but this is I love true. her. Okay. Um, I am going to play this clip because uh, so we kind of, the beginning of the episode, we start off uh, with, uh, you know, Julie's parents dealing with the fact that Julie's going on her date with Matt. And um, I really enjoyed this insight from uh, Eric. Oh, no, wait, hold up. Oh, yeah. Very, he, I thought, I mean, we talked about how Eric is handling the date pretty well. Yeah. I thought this was a rational uh, conclusion on his end. At least she's not interested in a serial killer or one of the Reagans. I've got the keys. Come on, honey, let's go. <laughs> I love that, too. <laughs> this is not interested in serial killer or one of the Reagans. The Reagans. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that was great. Yes. Yeah. So we start out. I said Smash is shooting up in the church parking lot. And oh, it is. No. Ugh, oh, it's just tough. My heart. And it's coupled with Lila making some muffins. Um, praying. Always. And praying. I know. I wrote at first. I thought Lila had like a shrine to Jesus in her own house. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, too. OK, that's a little much. <laughs> but she was like in the hospital chap. Or yeah. Something. yeah yeah she was in the chapel i think yeah a lot more realistic yeah um i thought i thought she was very i mean there's really no right way to handle it like going into jason's room and the i mean she did 
again, I felt for them both. I felt yeah. like she was really genuine and honest. Like there's nothing I can say yeah. to make this better. There's nothing I can apologize. And Jason's aggression, I felt like was valid too. Like I would ask course, the same thing. Yeah. I'd be like, did you sleep with him? Right. How many times? Like, right. Like all of that felt really real. And, um, and I just loved how she just kind of leaves the little bag for him in the, in the hallway. I know. And I, I love that the walk to his room was in slow-mo because Mm -hmm. you know, that moment for her was just like so incredibly slow in her mind. Yeah. And just like heartbreaking. And she knows that she's at fault, that she's like hurt. I just think of Tammy's line. Don't you hurt that boy? Yeah. Well, and I loved, you know, like what you said, you know, he's like, did you sleep with him? How many times or whatever? I feel like, and this is a little sexist, but I do think it's kind of accurate. You know, most women, I think it's something like most men don't want a guy, a girl to cheat on them physically. And most women don't want men, men to cheat on them emotionally. <laughs> you cheated on me when I specifically, specifically asked, asked you, you not, not to. to? <laughs> but yeah, And it's interesting because, you know, because I, I don't know if I would ask like, how many times and like, what did you yeah. do? I, I maybe wouldn't want to know. Um, yeah. But a guy is so obsessed with you, like physically being with someone else that yeah that was so accurate to me that he would ask like that jason actually yeah but i think it's more because like i ha- like have so such intimacy issues that like that would be s- such a violation yeah. for me that i would want to know i mean i would not want to know but i think right, i would be like right. jason where i would want to be like exactly how many times like how many times did you violate like the trust that we had or right right um, yeah but yeah that scene was really well done and and i uh, when he's tearing his pictures off the wall. Jason. I know. But Lila was good. I mean, she kept her cool. She gave him the space and she, and she left. And I think that that was the right move. Yeah. And then you you talked about the Tim folding the photo in his locker moment. And then mm-hmm. Tyra confronts Lila. And I put Tyra should be a prosecutor. I know, man. She, she really like, lays into her. She's like, but I thought you didn't know what was being said. Like... She's like, the I rumors mean, are probably not true. Being... You don't even know what they are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lila was being pretty evasive. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, w- I mean, I would be, I don't know. I could, I kind of went back and forth on whether or not I understood Tyra being that upset. Like, we didn't really get a ton of grip on Tyra and uh, Tim's relationship. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to understand that Tyra would, would be upset. But what does make sense is that since it was Lila that makes sense that Tyra yeah. is as pissed as she is yeah and even though Tim and Tyra's relationship looked very different than Jason yeah. and Lila's I think that in her mind that's like as much as she can emotionally give to someone in her mm-hmm. state right now and so yeah. it's big it's it's as big to her as it is to Jason even though their relationships looked really different totally and she loves Jason and I think she's yeah. Okay, did you catch in that scene, though, I love how Lila's excuse to get out of the conversation is that she has to go to ethics class? No. She goes, <laughs> Ironic. She goes, oh, I have to go to ethics. <laughs> Let's get ethical. 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 <laughs> More office. That is Michael yep. and Holly doing Holly. ethics training. Yes. Um, yeah, so then I we have Matt the Tyra and- Lila confrontation. Yeah. The confrontation. So then we have Matt and Landry shopping. Okay, so cute. I love. Uh, hold on, I have a Landry quote. Oh, please. 
this was my favorite Landry line. So first of all, Landry and Matt and Goodwill already is great. Uh, yes. He's like, it's when just... was the last girl you dated? And Landry's like, honestly, that was a really hard breakup. And I think it's not okay that you just brought that up. Right. <laughs> it's like fifth grade. Right. <laughs> Although as Monica and I know, those relationships can be really bad. Yeah. I mean, going back to you being Matt and me being Landry, I would totally be like, well, that relationship was really important to me. So <laughs> <laughs> seriously, this was my favorite Landry, Landry line. So this is after the date. Um, wait, should I play it later? Yeah, maybe. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the Matt and Landry shopping at Goodwill for the members only jacket was some pretty pretty prime Landry yes. uh commentary there. I loved that. There's their du- their duo is so cute. And I love them talking about Landry watching her grandma. She's like, you know how I feel. <laughs> He's like, My grandma's not a witch. <laughs> She's not a witch. <laughs> So I love that follow up. And then I also love this is the first time we see Coach Taylor calls Landry Lance. Yes. And this happens like for the rest of the show. The whole <laughs> he show. can never yeah. get his name right. I love it so much. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hey, what's he's like, how's it going, Lance? Lance. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, yeah. My note literally says, LOL at Landry babysitting Matt's grandma, who is a witch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and more LOL. So. We we played the clip of Julie coming out in her booby dress, and then they go to the movie, and I love that they're seeing Aragorn. <laughs> oh, I made that note, too. And that Landry recommended it. <laughs> Landry recommended I know, and it, honestly, it's hilarious, because I'm actually reading that book for the first time right now. Oh, my gosh. Wait, I thought you I, read it a long time ago. I never ago. read them. Yeah. Wow. I, I never read them. I did see the movie, though. I heard it was terrible. It was not good. Bad recommendation, Landry. Yeah, come on. Um, but yeah, that was that was pretty fun and dated. They're going to see Aragorn. Although Matt tries to play his QB1 card and gets denied. He does. That's another awkward Matt trying to be confident moment that I'm just like, yeah, he stop. He kind of tries to like play up his football vibe in this episode. Yeah. Which I was like, Matt, come on. She told you she doesn't date football players. You got to. You well, gotta... but Landry was there to tell him. You got to be the sensitive side. Exactly. So I loved I loved Julie saying your people is calling <laughs> just that subtle okay. dig at his joke. And then I pulled oh. the I pulled the clip of um, that whole this whole Sandman scene. So OK, we'll... let me say one thing before. Yeah, go for clip. it. I forgot to say this in fashion, but it drives me up the freaking wall that Julie's hair is crimped, but her bangs are straight. <laughs> OK. I don't think I would crimp my bangs, though. Well, either way, it looks weird. I mean, I'm not saying it looks good, but I think maybe just don't crimp at all. But I don't think I'd crimp my bangs. <laughs> <laughs> she should have at least just given them like a little flow. A or little something. texture. It was just, like, so weird. Yeah, it was. Anyways. It's very stark, but it is very early 2000s. So this is true. All right. Here all right, is play. the really sweet Mr. Sandman clip. I'm really sorry that we had to come back here and just... It's only gonna take like a second, so I'll okay. Get look, look, look. The car. Yeah. I, I swear I did not touch her. She, we were watching where, TV. Where, and she just where started is she? flipping where is she? out. She's in the closet. She locked herself in the closet. Landry, it's so sweet. <laughs> Gra- Grandma, I'm, I'm gonna call me in, okay? I'm not gonna let him touch me like I, that. I did not touch you. <laughs> like, I did, uh, I did not. Grandma, touch I'm, I'm gonna have to come in there, okay? I want 
Yeah, it's my grandfather. Your grandpa's been dead for six years. Shut up, Adrian. Darling? You in there, darling? Cannot with this thing. Oh, it's it's me. Hey, sweetheart, I'm, I'm gonna need you to come out of there, okay? Joe, sing to me. Sing our song. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Make her complexion like peaches and cream. And then I'll know my lonely nights are over. Sandman, I'm all alone. So please turn on your magic beam. <laughs> Sandman, bring me a dream. Boom, 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 boom. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. So sweet. Oh. What a moment. This is the cutest thing I've ever seen. I mean, yeah, my ovaries up. are glowing. Are glowing. And perfect, you know, I mean, Landry says it later, but he was like, I mean, the best way to, for you to get into Julie's magic box or whatever is fun house. singing for, your, for her fun house is you singing to your grandma. Yeah, it's so funny. And I loved, um, yeah, I love their follow up. So Tammy... Which is, I I thought this was a little inaccurate, but obviously it's just a TV show. But like, I'm sure Tammy would have asked her immediately when she got home how the day went. Yes. They're like following up the next morning. And she like came home early and everything. Right. Yeah. It's not like she was asleep. But, um, you know, she says that she saw the real Matt. And then I love that yeah. it just immediately goes to the next scene. And Matt's like, I blew it, you know, because yes. that's so true. Because girls like they want to see the sweet side. And then guys mm-hmm. think that, oh, they that's so embarrassing and. I loved my um, one of our good friends who were good family friends when he met his now wife. They apparently like went home and she told her friend, oh, he totally like friend zoned me. And he told his friends, oh, she's totally out of my league. (laughs) So he wasn't even like going for it. I know. And it's just like that reminded me of that. Oh, we should have thought of cute first dates. Do you have any really cute ones that turned out like that were uh, unexpected like this one? I went on one, like one of my first ever dates, probably like Julie's age. Mm-hmm. Um, we could bleep it out, but it was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, definitely one of my first ever dates. I think I was like 15 or so. And I remember we were like going to go to the Botanic Gardens, um, but we like couldn't find it. Or, I mean, this is before Google Maps and stuff. For some reason, we like couldn't get into the garden or whatever, and he was so awkward, and we were both so uncomfortable, and it was so freaking hot, Texas. <laughs> I just remember my my legs were like sweating on the seat. We're driving around for so long trying to figure out how to get into the botanical garden, and we ended up just like parking by the Trinity River Trail, which is in um, Fort Worth, and like sitting and having a little picnic, and it ended up being really cute, really cute, cute. cute. Uh, we did not date. But it's okay. I mean, my my favorite this this was like not a date because I was with a lot of other people. But when I was with (laughs) with Kyle at that like theater summer camp that we went to, we all went to a movie and we were like holding hands in the movie theater. But we were both so nervous about it that we kept having to like unwaffle and wipe our hands on our (laughs) pants because we were so sweaty. Oh, my gosh. Classic young date. Yes. (laughs) 
hilarious. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, so then. So di- Wait, oh, I have a Landry or. I did too. You, you probably have the same okay. one. Okay. Um, so after he says, you know, I totally blew it, then we have this great Landry line. Blame the couture. I'm just gonna come pull it off. The couture. <laughs> that was my favorite Landry line of the episode. <laughs> yes. There's no reason to blame the couture. The couture. <laughs> I wonder. I could. I couldn't find a script for this episode, but I. Uh, we have a couple more scripts um, for oh, yeah. upcoming episodes, and I Landry in particular. I really want to see what he improvises. Yes, me too. Like that line is so. I just love it. It's so good. Don't blame the couture just because you can't pull it off. Yeah. (laughs) So we love the date. Let's see what comes next. We have the buddy asking Tammy about Lila moment, which was really sweet. Yes. Team buddy, team buddy and and Tammy um, was kind of cute. But he did ask in a really sweet way. He was like, you know, she's not eating. I figure it's just girl stuff. but <laughs> It's perfect clueless dad. Like, yes, yeah, maybe it's just her period. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like she's on the rag. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, him asking Tammy for advice with Lila was really, really sweet. I love that. Yes. And then later at the end of the episode, I pulled the clip, but the, one of my uh, all time fave buddy moment. Same. Um, um, oh, we find out why Smash is called Smash. Did you catch that? No. He said his dad, he was like, dad is the one who nicknamed, who gave me my nickname when I crashed my bike into the water heater. Oh, cute. Yeah. So I oh, thought that was wow. cute. That's really tidbit. sweet. Yeah. Wait, going back to periods, I just thought about Parks and Rec <laughs> when <laughs> Leslie's so excited to get with all the old department heads and then they're all oh my like, God, yes. racist and sexist. I love that episode. And he goes, well, you know, girls, uh, the blood goes down to their baby centers, which leaves less blood to the brain. <laughs> to the brain. <laughs> Classic and true. Yes, it is true. We are not smart. It's why we can't be leaders. It's why we can't nope. multitask. Too emotional. Too much blood in our ovaries. <laughs> in our baby centers. <laughs> in our baby centers. She's like, if you talk about menstruation one more time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so the sister starts to notice things about Smash, right? Yes. Yeah. Do you think she was a little too perceptive about this? Or do you think it was accurate? I... No, she I jumps to it, it pretty... Okay, she, it, she jumps to it really quickly. And I was like, I don't know if I would be that smart, especially as like a 15-year-old, but like, maybe. I don't know. I th- I mean, steroid use is, pre- is, can- is pretty obvious. I don't yeah. know how familiar you are with steroids, but... Uh, I mean, I used to take them, but now I quit. <laughs> I mean, I don't have, like, any personal familiarity, but I do know just, like, from friends and stuff who are athletes, like, the acne, like, the changes are clear. The emotional changes are clear. And, and he had to go to the doctor, and she was like, since when do you have freaking panic attacks? Like, Right, and, and right. And then she and then she says like, and what is with this new acne? You know, she can tell. I I I bought it that she could okay. tell that something was up, and it's clear that she helps him train a lot and is like familiar yeah. with his. I did um, like that moment too. Like little yeah. coach sister is cute. Yeah, that was. I did love their sister dynamic, but yeah, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was believable. Um, and I love that she said something, called him out, and she's like, oh yeah, and this new acne and this new attitude. Um, yeah what's what's going on and she says she's like i'll be on your side for now right but like 
he's been yeah. getting she's like you get away with everything you know like you're the you never had to do chores you have to do everything and like this is your shot and you're gonna do this seriously yeah yeah it's so unfair of him to do that yeah so and I I, I liked the the sister dynamic um yeah and you can tell I mean how conflicted smash is and how much pressure he's under but yeah we will not get to see that resolve yet we don't know not yet my next note just said Tim welcomes the baseball bats. I I put Tim takes his beating. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was a, he was he was a man about it. He was. He just kind of was like go ahead. I deserve yeah. this. Yeah. And even on the field when uh you know when he finally like gets like on that final play after he gets hurt and yeah. he gets back up. I kind of couldn't tell if his teammates were being sarcastic or not when they were like way to way to come back. But I think they were being legit when they were like, I think so, you too. Took your, you took your beating. You're getting you're giving it your all. You're coming back on the field. Like, let's go. And gave him a fist. Yeah. Bump. No, I actually wrote a note about that. We can talk about it now. It's like the. I mean, I think the next episode is called It's Different for Girls, just the way that yeah. it's handled. And yeah, Tim gets physically beaten a ton, but like he gets slapped and you know busted his car door and all that stuff but then really they're like got it. he did but then they're like okay we're gonna move yeah. on and i i really respect that and then these girls yeah, are catty and are gonna like you know lila's gonna be labeled a slut forever of course. and i thought that was really loved- accurate unfortunately yes um yeah. and i also loved billy's line you know so like tim's fixing up his like totally destroyed car and yeah. tyra walks up slaps the shit out of him and then billy's like Damn, I hope Lila was a good lay. <laughs> I know. And I just, yeah, he goes, woo! Like, when, when yeah, Tyra yeah. comes. And, he, and so Tyra's like, your brother's an asshole. Like, I loved that moment. Yeah, that was great. And they, that's they exactly tied that. what we're all thinking. <laughs> yes. And they they call back to, you know, Billy and Tyra's friendship, which I, I like totally. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So Tim Tim was, you know, he was a big boy in this episode. And he kind of took... He took his beating well, and and I like that he he stood he went back in the game and kind of you know he he gave it his all anyways, yeah. and his team respected that. I like that. Yeah. Okay, so what did you think of the Tyra Jason hang? Because I, I loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I think it was like surprising to me. I forgot about them. And that they would be able to connect over this and yeah. being like, well, I figured we're the only two people in town. Right. Um, and it was so clearly something that they both needed to connect over and just have, again, we see Tyra coming to the rescue, like with reality for Jason. Yeah. yeah and, and you can see that Tyra and, and Tim are very similar in that way. You know, they're very real. They just come and they're like, okay, I know your life shit. Let's drink alcohol or let's yes. do this, you know, instead of Lila sugarcoating things. And so that's what he needed. And I remember exactly. when I first saw it, I was like worried that they were going to get together. But I re- was too. Rewatching it, though, I don't I don't think that that feeling of mine was really valid because there really isn't no. any like sexual tension there. They're just laughing and they're both just like life sucks. Let's drink together. Like it doesn't feel like yes. that. And I was so glad because so many shows do the like swapping thing, <sighs> and I that know, just didn't need to happen. Yeah, agree. Yep, I loved their dynamic. It was totally friendship oriented, and they just they got to like be mean and vent. I, I actually pulled the clip if we want to listen. Yes, and also I just love their impression. Of I know. <laughs> so I good. mean, Lila's is funny too, but 
uh, Jason's impression of Tim slayed me. Yeah. But we also get to see that they, like, and this was another moment that was super real. You know, she's like, are you going to forgive? Are you going to forgive them? And they don't really answer the question. They don't yeah. know. They just kind of get to open that door for each other. And I yeah. really, really Well, and because Tyra goes, you got to forgive, or maybe he asked first, but either way, they just say, are you going to forgive him? Are you going to get for her? And yeah. it was just, yeah, it was just like, I, no, I don't, like, we don't know. Yeah. I feel the same way that you do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like acknowledges their hurt and yeah. um, that they're like kind of together in it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. Do it again. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Here's a good friends in Texas. <laughs> Texas forever. I'm the perfect Lala Garrity. Go Panthers! <laughs> God. Can you believe it's all these people talk about? Yeah, so I love that we get to see them have their little catharsis. I know, it's really satisfying. and I. But I love that you know, Jason first starts laughing at the Lila impression and then he's like, no, this is awkward. Stop. Like, yeah, <laughs> it gets it gets awkward. Yeah. Her Lila impression was he was cut a little like Mm-mm. like that was kind of me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I did. I loved that. Yeah. OK, so then we go to Smash and his family visiting old friends in their old town and smash over here is mama williams say something really unfortunate and he's you know she says sometimes i don't it's really harsh yeah she says sometimes i don't miss him we might be better off with him dead i know and smash is like really and walks off and obviously that was really unnecessary and uncalled for but i'm gonna play their reconciling moment and then we can talk yes, about it because yeah. i loved um where this storyline ended up I did too. God have mercy. You know you miss Betsy. I know. I talked to Coach and smoothed things out, but where you been? I went to go see the old house. I'm sorry, Mom. Uh-huh. Let me ask you something. What all do you remember about that night? Dad's accident. Mm-hmm. I remember it was late and Dad was coming home from work by himself. And some lady ran a red light and never stood a chance. Uncle Rookie showed me the pictures once. You were right. It was late at night. But he wasn't coming home from work and he wasn't by himself. Who's he with? Doesn't matter. You don't know and I didn't either. Oh, your daddy wasn't a perfect man. Lord knows we had our share of problems, but I just need you to know that I loved him, and he loved you. I know I still get angry sometimes, and then I get sad, and then I, I say stupid stuff like I did tonight. He'd have been so proud of you. There wasn't a person in the world your daddy couldn't charm. You got that from him. Just thank God you got the best parts of him. sweet so good and I just I loved that she was so vulnerable and she was like 
you know, this is why I said this thing tonight. It wasn't okay. And you have every right to feel bad about it, but this is why. And I just thought it was so accurate because kind of once you're in high school and then especially in college and afterwards, you know, your parents start telling you more truth Mm -hmm. about the background of your family. And, you know, it's, it's that protection and how long that's supposed to last is really tricky to navigate. And I thought she did such a, such a really just such a good job. <laughs> I just loved it so much. Agreed. I loved it. And and exactly what you said, like we have ideas and impressions of, you know, whether it's our parents or other family members and stuff growing up. And obviously in episodes before this and in this episode, particularly we see that smash like really ideal idolizes um, his dad. Yeah. And um, his, there's, there's a missing there's missing information there that, yeah. that he doesn't really understand the the life that his dad had already been putting his family through. Um, and he gets to kind of learn the truth in this really soft, beautiful way. Yeah, that um, like, well, you know, he was or- he was cheating. He was not at work. He was whatever. Mm-hmm. But also, I want you to know that I loved him and he loved mm-hmm. you. And both and of those things the can be true. Parts of him. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love that. And that both of those things can be true. He can, yeah. he can, he can be a man who like hurt our family, but he can also be a man who's your father and gave you wonderful things and gave us wonderful things. Yeah. Mm. That was great. I mean, we it's so tricky. Love, I just feel like yeah. a parent's job is like deciding how long innocence lasts. Like, yes, you know, yeah. and it's so, it's, it's going to be a journey. It's going to be. Difficult. I'm. It's gonna be a journey when when we when uh, we embark you know. on that. But I mean, it's <laughs> no, a really beautiful true. thing too. I and that sweet spot of being real and being truthful mm-hmm. and showing your kid that you're not perfect and you don't know everything, but at the same time also making sure they know that they're loved and safe and that you are you have lived longer and you know more than they do is that's a tricky thing to balance. Yeah, yeah. and it's hard because as the parent you don't. You know, like when the kid is younger, you have all of the control of what they know and what they understand. But like at a certain point, depending on the child, like they're going to they some kids like Smash is going to is going to start demanding information maybe before that parent is ready to yeah. to change the level of innocence and, and understanding. And like there's parts of that 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 Mama Smash is learning that she's not going to be able to control anymore. He's going to push and it's time for her to engage and be honest with with him yeah. about who his dad was loved her I respect her so much for the way she handled that same so then we get okay. a panther shootout and they yeah. start fighting even before the game starts I know my goodness yeah. I don't know I was thinking like how I mean I played sports in high school but like trash talking and stuff I don't yeah I feel like it's so awkward I would never I wouldn't know how to respond if someone was <laughs> trash talking to me during a game I know all I can remember is like people would do it sometimes to us or like some and I would be I would, I remember literally like being on the court and like dribbling the ball and being like let's not do that ladies like <laughs> just kind of be like can we not like that's really just let's just play like yeah and you so get mad and stuff but just the trash talking thing I, I can't even imagine doing that I've never been I've never been into it <laughs> no, no it's not my yeah, thing so we see tension tensions are pretty high um but I don't do talk get, trash like, a, a, I talk smack <laughs> totally different (laughs) totally different (laughs) um but yeah we don't see a ton of this game other than that it's just a close game and and we win 
right down to the wire. But the biggest scene of this football game was Lila. So like now we get to see, so like we saw Tim take his beating. We saw Jason and, and Tyra sort of like do some healing and catharsis together. And now we see oh, poor Lila, my heart just breaks. And like you said, like it is, and of course we'll get into this next episode, but like it is different for women and they're, they're treated differently in situations like this. Yeah. And she just gets it handed to her. And I loved having her parents in the stand watching that. Mm-hmm. And I just, my, when Buddy says, I pulled the clip so we can play it. But um, I mean, first of all, those girls, the heckling. Come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Boxers are briefs. Come right. on. That was, that was a cheap I mean, shot. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to tell them to heckle better, but like. Right. But like. It was pretty lame. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but they like called her a slut. Like, oh. Yeah. And the, throwing a water ball. Oh, that, I just like really felt for her. And to be a, a parent and watching that somebody treat your daughter like that. And I just love so much after Lila walks away and Buddy goes, uh-uh, this, this, is, this one's me. This one's me. Oh, so yeah. sweet. But so I was also. Yes, I was glad that they didn't. No, I was just saying that I'm just glad that they um, I was glad that the parents couldn't hear what was going on. They just knew something was bad, you know, because they go, what what are they saying? And like, I don't know. But clearly something's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And then once they saw her walk off the field. So I pulled the heckling and then I pulled the Lila buddy talk separately. Perfect. Okay, so this this is the girls uh, being horrible. To Lila and then Buddy uh, doing my just a line that just like really struck my heart. Yeah. Is this the eighties? <laughs> He's like, Tammy, prep me. I got this. I love that. Just, I mean, already Brad Leland just has such, just like the most dad voice, comforting dad voice. And I just loved the tone that he had. He was like, oh, what, what was that? Uh, uh, uh-uh, this is me. Yeah. This is me. I got well, this one. And I feel like I would, you know, I would need to talk it out with my mom. What, like if. I cheated on my boyfriend or whatever. This yeah. situation happened to me. But in a short, comforting moment, I just want my dad to be like, yes, it's OK. You made a mistake and just to, like hug him, you know, especially like when she's being like. Like publicly disgraced, yeah. like, I would just want like my my father figure, like my dad, my protector. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so I just it, something about the way he delivers that line that this one's me. So just sweet. Slayed me. Um, and then we see him go under the bleachers and and their conversation is it's not like it's not like a totally heart wrenching, you know, like how Coach Taylor sometimes has those like amazing like heart to heart moments with the boys. It's like a little awkward and, yeah. and sweet. And he doesn't quite know how to handle it with his daughter. He's just doing what Tammy told him to and just being there. And and it's just so sweet. So we'll play yeah. their little bleacher conversation. 
daughter stuff gets uh, me yes. in the feels. I have a really strong relationship with my dad, but him just being like, it's just a game. Like you, you're my daughter. You're my baby girl. Yeah. And, and I am here for you right now. Just was so, uh, I love it so much. Well, let me share a sweet um, daddy daughter moment yes. recently. Um, so on Thursday morning, when we heard that uh, your cancer had come back, um, you were in surgery and I was waiting to get the text of like how it went. Right. And I actually was already going over to my parents and I was with my cousins, Reagan. And, and it was like so good to just be around a lot of people. Cause I would have just been like staring at my phone. And um, so I had my phone at the dinner table and your sister texted the long thing and, you know, it was very mm-hmm. positive, but I just was like reading it and put it away. And then dad and I hadn't talked about it yet. So I come in the kitchen and he goes, by the way, you know, you know, I'm praying for Carly. Right. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And I go, well, and I, I have some good news. <laughs> it was like that moment, yeah. like in, yeah. in parenthood when uh, Peter Krause gets the like letter that she's doing well. And it's yes. kind of like, you're like, it, it's good. Well, I don't know why I'm crying. But I was like, and then I, 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 oh, Hold yeah. On, Monica. Hi. Yes. Come on in. Um, do you mind if we just put it over there for right now? Oh, sure. Okay. No you can problem. move something if you need to. Din din. That's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> McCarley Rutledge, 51094. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Have a good you too. <laughs> I knew that that would happen right when you were in the middle. Right, okay, start, no, it's all good. Start wherever you want to start. Yes. So, and it was just kind of that parenthood moment where Adam gets that letter that um, either she's, you know, the scans were clear or something like that. And he's yeah. like, okay, good, good. But then was like, Ah, I don't know why I'm crying. It's good news, yes. but it's like also it just, just like comes out of you. Yes. And I was like, uh, and he was just being really sweet. He was like, you know, her, you, she's going to be great. You know, it was just saying really like positive, encouraging things. I was like, mm-hmm. and then I just gave him the, I was like, you can read it. I can't, I can't read it. <laughs> just like walked away. But it was just sweet because obviously I feel like every father daughter relationship is just always just like a little awkward and like, yes. and just so sweet. And like sometimes they don't know the right thing to say, but. You just know that they're there. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not always like it's not the like wordy, long, deep conversations you have like with your mom. It's just these little like passing awkward, like you just the emotions just flow in between and you just understand each other. And yeah. um, And just like some somehow dads just know how to make it known that they're there and to protect you and and make you feel safe. But I did. 
Um, <laughs> to bring it back to more com- comedian stuff, I thought I was unfaithful. <laughs> Daddy was like was I like glass of beer. <laughs> another, it was another Lila glass of beer. She's just, I was unfaithful, daddy. I was like, you're not in the 50s. <laughs> and Jason just... is not your betrothed. <laughs> I, I was unfaithful. <laughs> yeah, that did crack me up as well. I mean, but I did I love would... the op. Oh, sorry. Go. But I did love the opening line of I lost Jason. You know, that too. that's really what she's crying about. Not like Tim and I, you know, she was just like, I lost yeah. Jason. Because yeah, of what and I did. that kind of took me by surprise too, because yeah. like, you know you kind of forgot about that in all of this. In like obviously we know that they broke up, but all of this has been about her and Tim, and that that the, the first thing out of her mouth was just that she lost her, her best friend. Yeah, um, and yeah, it's just such a sweet moment. And then we end on um, that awesome moment that we already talked about with smashing his mama. Um, I mean, this was such a good ending. So I put Panthers win. Matt and Julie kiss. Smash has yes, me crying. <laughs> we haven't even said it yet. Matt and Julie yes. kiss. They have mouth bang. Mouth banging happens. Oh. oh my gosh! And it was so cute and awkward. I loved it. I know. And it's so cute. I would. I would have done the exact same thing. Julie's just like, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> and I and love Tammy face. seeing it too. Yes. That's what I wrote down too. I wrote that I love that we get to see Tammy's reaction. She's just kind of like, "Oh, okay, oh, here we go. Okay, this is happening." Oh, and I Matt's just I love just like totally floored. I know. I just love that he picked that moment of he's like, "I will not be as confident ever again." So I'm just gonna seal the deal right now. So cute. I love that. So cute. Yeah. So we got Me to too. end on so like so much. Not turmoil, but just all over the place. Like we yes. have all these emotions about Smash running straight to his mom, making me weep. But then like that hint of the lie. And then we see Buddy and, and Lila having this moment of of realizing what she's done and, and coming clean to her parents and him being there for her. Mm-hmm. And then we see Matt and Julie get their smooch on and Tammy realize that her daughter is entering the next a new phase when I loved it reminded me the like the smash moment reminded me of why I love Gilmore Girls so much I mean there's a lot of reasons I love it so much but (laughs) they'll do they'll do these like either comedic or just kind of light moments and then all of a sudden it's like oh my god I'm crying so it's like yes Matt and Julie Kiss you're excited you're laughing at Connie Britton being like oh god and then Mm -hmm. you don't really totally know what's happening yet and then you're like oh smash is fighting to get to his mom and hug her and then they say let's go home like this has been so emotional and we just i won this game for you let's go home now and i'm oh i loved it so much Uh, i was weeping i was too this was such a great episode that's all i have that's all my notes same shall we rate it yeah i just have one quick funny stray yeah let's do yeah do we have any stray opsies so I just have two. Lila has this big dream sign above her bed, which just reminds me of like live, <laughs> oh. laugh, love. <laughs> her whole room is hilarious. So to me. basic. She's literally like an eight year old who just went to limited to. <laughs> exactly. And then and I think just in the middle of the game, the announcer goes, let's see if Coach Taylor can put some lipstick on this pig. Oh, I did. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> That made me laugh too because it's something we say at work a lot. Um, oh, really? Yeah, my coworker because like we're at the in sprinkle the, factory. 
Yes, uh, at the at the Jimmy factory. <laughs> no, no, um, no. But working in marketing, it's something that my boss and I have to tell people a lot when, because like they all people always think that marketing can like, you know, make it anything, anything magic good. happen. Yeah, and we're like, we can't put lipstick on a pig. You have to make a good product, and then we can market it. <laughs> right. Uh, so that that kind of cracks me up too. Let's yeah. see if I have any stray obsies. Oh, I did just kind of crack up at. Um, the guy, the football player who leads the like gang of beating up Tim, the the like ginge. I know when he, he goes was to Jason's so West Side Story. Like, yes, <laughs> very very sharks and jets. Yes, he's like you want you want us to take care of him or whatever. <laughs> I know that was a little weird. I was like, this that feels cool. strange. Yeah, he was like, we don't let him get away with that. And Jason is like, don't do anything about it. And then they show up with bats. <laughs> I know because I love Jason's line. He was like. Tim didn't punch me. I punched him. I punched I'm him, fine. Yeah. Like, you don't need to defend my honor. And He's just like so the mature. actor they picked was just like that big redheaded. <laughs> he looked like just like a big old softy. I was like, is this I the know. thug? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it was strange. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Uh, um, I think that's, that's all it I got. Me. All right, let's rate it. That's it for me. Let's rate the yeah. Uh, you want to go first? Sure. Okay. So this was a great episode. I obviously love the grandma Matt moment. It's just one of my top moments of Matt yep. ever. So yep. sweet. And you you can just see his reluctance of being like, oh, I've got to do this. But mm-hmm. he's doing it purely for his grandma. He doesn't understand that like that's showing Julie exactly who he is. And that's right. why she's going to fall for him. And love the buddy Lila. Obviously loved everything about the Smash storyline and how realistic that was. So I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10 pigs with lipstick. Nice. Um, I also, I love this episode so much. Like, I had fun with it. I cried. We got to see so much depth into so many characters. And I respected so much how they made us empathize with, like, literally every single member of the whole cheating scenario yes and then the buddy the buddy lila stuff like really really got to me um and i just felt like they did a really smooth job in telling all of these detailed storylines and pulling a lot of just just put just pulling a lot out of this 40 minutes yeah um i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a nine out of ten sandmans yes Love it. Loved it. Loved it. But I can't wait for next week. Me We're too. We're going to see a lot more. Yeah. And guys, we've got a lot of guests coming up. We're excited about yeah. it. We've got guests on the schedule. we got things happening. We have a Facebook we have a page lot of now. Things happening. Oh, oh yes. yeah. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we now have a Facebook page, TX Forever Pod. Follow us because we have some act like re- re- really exciting stuff. Yes, like really. Up. Although like, by the time this pretty release, legit. y'all might already know. Right. We don't know yet. But time yeah. is really confusing for us right now. Okay. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what we'll also. Is uh, what is time? Um, yeah. So follow us. Also, please write us iTunes reviews. We will read them yes. out loud on the show. Um, we will. And we really And like if you to follow us on Twitter. 
We do. If you follow us on Twitter, I've been finding a new gift for everybody. And I personally shout you out so you can retweet it and have fun with it. So it's worth it. Also do that. Follow our playlist. Do all the things. And we cannot wait to keep going on this Friday Night Lights journey and this cancer journey. <laughs> yes, let's do it. All right, y'all. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. Bye, y'all. Bye. All my friends were vampires. Didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire myself in the devil town.